sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. Now it's time for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors, where we're going to discuss the world of investment from a UK perspective. Joining me is Leith Califf, who is Head of Investment Analysis at AJ Bell. So another Thursday when we're recording this, another interest rate hike. I've lost track. Is that 14 in a row? can't remember. 15? I don't know. I think it's 14. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. So yeah. <laughs> tell, me, tell me what's uh, happened. Not unanimous, I understand. That's right. Yeah. So they've decided to hike it by 0.25%. So we're now at 5.25%. Not entirely unanimous. So there are nine people on the Monetary Policy Committee. Um, and uh, six of them voted to raise it to 5.25%. One of them voted to keep it at 5%. But interestingly, two of them voted to raise it to 5.5%. So wow. another big jump. Um, which, um, you know, I think I think is pretty interesting because just looking through the data that they've dumped today, one of the interesting things it strikes me is um, the bank's own inflation forecasts. So they do they do a couple of forecasts. They do one based on what the market is expecting for interest mm. rates to be over the next three years. And the market, when they when they when they produced this data, which was a few weeks ago, was expecting interest rates to rise to 6% later this year and then fall back to 4.5% in the next three years. And the bank reckons that if that happens, what will happen to inflation is that it will fall to 1.5%. Okay, so below Mm. target. So that'll do the job, basically. What's quite interesting is that they also do uh, a forecast based on interest rates staying where they are now. So after this rate hike, just staying at 5.25%. Um, and what their forecasts actually show um, is that if that happened, actually inflation would fall to 1.4%, so actually a little bit lower. So that kind of says to me, should we be, should they be raising interest rates from here? But particularly as many monetarist economists, which there seem to be none now on the MPC, um, are saying that in fact monetary money, uh, circulation money is falling rapidly. We've seen producer prices coming down incredibly sharply. We're really worried that, like Captain Scarlet, they're, they're looking in the rear... Sorry, reference probably too... You're probably too young for this. They're, they're looking in the rearview mirror the entire time, and they're risk precipitating the economy into a, into a recession. I mean, these are the guys who only a year ago were saying inflation was purely transitory. Yeah, that's right. And I think you're absolutely right. And there's probably a couple of points I'd add to that. One is that the effect of the full effect of monetary policy is estimated to take around 18 to 24 months to actually ripple out into um, the economy. And so we're still really only just about feeling the the, the kind of effects of that right now. Uh, And and the other thing is, you know, there is just a human tendency to overcorrect, isn't there, in both directions? Um, and, and I don't think that the central bankers are immune to that. And there's definitely, I think, the worry that they're now kind of, you know, that they're now pushing on the brake too hard. And, you know, there's that old saying that to a man with a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. Yes. And at the moment, everything is looking like inflation to them. Um, yes. and, and actually, it, I just think it feels like it might be now a time for a pause to, for interest rates. But that's why I say it's actually quite interesting that two of them and that's still voting for even more yes yes extraordinary let's pause just for a moment then we must discuss both what's been happening in america and what the implications are for investors sharing ideas about money 
This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. You're listening to the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors on Share Radio, where I'm in conversation with Leith Calif of AJ Bell. So this has all come. I'd be interested to know what the market reaction was. But of course, the market already was, was slightly reeling from what had been happening in the United States, where Fitch has actually downgraded America's credit um, rating. People seem finally seem to be waking up to the fact there's quite a lot of debt floating around. Um, something your colleague, uh, Russ Mulder, has been talking about for some considerable time, it has to be said, uh, amongst others. So how has our market reacted to, to this news today? And how much is it still being affected by what's going on in the States? Yeah, I mean, there's there's hardly really been a flicker, I think, on the markets, just looking at the exchange rate and bond yields, they haven't really moved that much. And I think yeah. that's because they'd already priced in this move, they were expecting that. So there weren't really any, um, you know, there weren't any real surprises in today's data. And so we haven't really seen a huge amount of, of market movement um, on the back of that. I mean, the, the Fitch stuff is interesting. Um, I'll be interested to see how that plays out, because um, I remember Standard & Poor's um, you know, um, cutting the, um, the the credit rating of the U.S. government back in 2011, yes, um, and and that really, I mean, that kind of, you know, we, we kind of thought at the time actually that's quite a big deal, um, but the market just didn't really. The market just kind of shrugged its shoulders, and it didn't stop you know huge returns from both bond and equity markets over the next ten years. Yes, so yes. there was definitely a bit of a flutter um, uh, uh, yesterday. Um, when markets were digesting the news, I wonder. I, I wonder if that might um, fade out over the longer term. And get it's hard to tell, isn't it? Yes, Roadrunner's fine until he looks down. At some that's stage, right. yes, some correct. stage, just there's no cliff down. beneath. Yeah. But yeah, we don't know when that's going to be. And so, what fault for, for investors? I mean, can we even trust the Bank of England's inflation forecast? They've not got it right in the past. But for many investors, this is a relatively new environment. Worried about recession clearly worried about inflation what do investors do yeah i mean you know i I'd, I'd never suggest getting too tangled up in the kind of the weeds of macroeconomic analysis mm. as you say um you know you put 10 economists in a room and ask them a simple question you'll get 11 different answers yeah. um so um you know actually i think if you're if you're an investor um you know stick stick to your knitting keep a long-term view um, I mean, the one thing that I would say that has changed and, and is and is worthy of review is is kind of the bond market. So we've had a very big repricing in bonds. Um, you know, I think for a long time they were virtually uninvestable, despite yes. being extremely popular with institutions and pension funds. Um, and now that's no longer the case. Um, actually, you're getting a reasonable uh, return on bonds, albeit more, less than inflation. Mm. Um, and you also don't have the huge pricing risk that was um, you know, implicit in bonds uh, 18 months ago. So th- that's the big change. But uh, again, I don't think you should really uh, make any big changes to your investment strategy based on you know, inflation forecasts from the Bank of England or anyone else for that matter. Okay. Wise words. Thank you very much indeed, Leith. That's uh, Leith Calaf, who's Head of Investment Analysis at AJ Bell. Uh, We'll have more on the financial outlook for personal investors at the same time next week. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.